Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. And I'm Jessica Zell. Jessica is the host of a podcast called Duct Tape Rocket Ship. And we were discussing, as we do with all of these beforehand, and I think the topic we're going to pick on today is audience, both the question of who listens to our shows, who do we think listens, who do we know listens, and also what does it mean to think about, maybe I'm thinking to think about your audience and how does thinking about your audience direct what you're, uh, or color, what we're creating. Um, so that's what I think we're talking about today. Does that sound good to you, Jessica? Yeah, that sounds good to me. Thank you. Um, when I first asked you and said, because I, I do this to everyone, I say, what are the things that jump to mind when I say, let's record a 20-minute podcast? What made you say audience? Mm. I Audience is um, mysterious to me mm. right now. Um even though I know who I created my podcast for, but I'm not sure um, exactly who my <laughs> audiences are at this point. <laughs> and do you, so, so Duct Tape Rocket Ship is, I'm going to say, made for the people who are directly involved or who maybe you wish were more directly involved uh, in their school systems, in their school district, in their local educational programs. Um, have you gotten any um, direct feedback from like, you know, have, do you have any data points that say I have reached my specifically targeted audience? Hmm. Mm. I know that the teachers listen to it because mm. I they, got the feedback. Yeah. Uh, and do they like it or is it? <laughs> Because <laughs> like, that can go either way. They can be like, we listen to this, like, I wish this would be different, or they can listen to it, like, yes, more of this. Um, it's interesting because um, one teacher I knew actually shared my episode. Mm. I think that was the uh, uh, third episode. He shared with his community and said, give it a listen. Mm. And uh, um, another teacher told me that, hey, I listened to your podcast. Um, yeah, so it's interesting because I didn't really, no parents has told me that they listened to it yet. Hmm. But the feedback I got are teachers from teachers. Uh, I'm wondering if it's going to take a while for like the first parent to find it. And then, because I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm not a parent of, uh, of, you know, I don't have kids in a school district, so but I'm betting that parents move in clicks. That there's like you know seven parents who all know each other really well, and then there's a completely separate group of seven parents that know each other really well. And I'm thinking your um, the audience is going to sort of like move ripples, move outwards in ripples. Um, do you do you create like when you create an episode? Um, are you thinking this episode might be better for teacher? Like, you know, one in, that you're doing, do you have like, this one's for teachers, this one's for parents, or is each one on a topic that you think would apply to both of those audiences? Uh, yes. I actually thought, thought about it. And uh, um, I think um, because all my guests are current parents or, mm -hmm. you know, like a recent experienced public school parents, 
all of them are um, almost like you know on the receiving end of the uh, um, public schools, and so the it's almost like a feedback. All my mm. episodes are kind of like a feedback for the providers of the service. Mm. Were you imagining, so that's like a certain direction, were you imagining that direction when you created the project or were you hoping to, you know, because you could hope to find an audience and then get them to interact more with the school district or you could find an audience and hope to change their mind based on what the school district says through your podcast. Like there's a whole different, whole bunch of different directions that you could imagine, anybody could imagine when they build any podcast show. Did you have a particular directionality like that in mind when you created the show? Um, actually, I do. Um, it's it's actually slightly different from what I just said. Um, the directions that, that I thought about was creating this, uh, it's almost like this like a one maybe opportunity for for an individual parent to be heard mm. and then to be understood and then kind of like i'm hoping to kind of like to create this little motivation wow you know this is important i just shared something very important and deep to my heart deep you know i can connect with this person or i'm talking about something that I believe deep in my heart That's and important, right? yeah, important. And the care about my kid or my kids and uh, um, how can I make this louder or how can I make what I believe to be heard? Hmm. And I, it's, go ahead. So it's almost like a, uh, um, if every single person in the school community have these feelings, I think collectively there's an opportunity for us to actually really see each other. Mm. Oh, you care about the same thing. I agree because I care about the same thing too. Because what I find is very hard in the school community is because there's a narrative, there's a narrative that a lot of people have, even me had, you know, like when I first started the public schools is that I'm not important. My voice is not important. I'm waiting for someone else to make it better for me. And that's all I can hope for, for mm -hmm. my children's education. When dealing with a, a, a big system like a public schools, Otherwise, you will have to join the PTA to have your voice heard or to feel the importance of your contribution. Mm. It's almost a feel like, you know, the two ends that it, where, where do we fit in as individual? So I feel like, uh, you know, the, the general narrative for the public school parents are you know, we're just waiting for someone to get it better for us because we're not important or nobody's going to hear our voice or it's not important to hear it because what are you going to do? Hmm. What can you do? What can you change? And I want to change that. 
Have you done anything else? Uh, so I'm imagining, uh, I'm like a visual thinker. I'm imagining all the, all the people who would hear one of your episodes. And if that episode is a parent and you're amplifying their voice, then it seems to me like you would want to figure out how to, how to enable the other members of your audience to, um, um, I don't know what a good word is to like, also, you know, like, like if I say something on the show, like, this is what I, you know, my issue that I see. And then the other parents want to go me too. Like, you know, they want to plus one. That is the, the, like the social way of doing it. And on podcasts, it's just like how the technology works, right? Like you and I know this inside out, there's no way really to do that. Or, or like, yeah, they can go to their favorite podcast app and they can plus one or like, or share your show or that episode of your show. But you're, you're, it sounds to me like you're doing something even harder, which is trying to get the other members of the audience, the second, the third, the fourth member of the audience to somehow put their efforts behind that other audience member. And I'm just wondering, have you thought about that? Like you're, you're trying to get them to maybe rally together. And like, have you thought about that as a challenge that you're facing? And maybe have you tried to do anything in that, in that direction or try and solve that? Um, yeah, it, podcast is just a part of the work I do. Uh, so I am um, a member in our school leadership team. And uh, podcast is actually, this is uh, um, my way of uh, solving um, a, a challenge that I'm uh, facing as a parent representative in the school leadership team. Hmm. Um, traditionally, it's if there is no, like a, um, the feedback system, for example, parent feedback system established in the, in the local school, you can only rely either on the PTA or rely on your personal network in the mm. school. But from the last year experience, neither of them, I don't believe neither of them can fully represent everyone's voice or most of people's opinions mm. or um, thoughts or experiences that they had. Um, this is especially important for the past year. And uh, um, I thought about reach out to each individual parent, um, which is can be also challenging because there's a hundreds of family, you know, in our school. And also, I thought about what you know, what are the ways that uh, um, I can really encouraging parents to be part of something, because changing the narrative, like I said previously. It's kind of hard hmm. when we have this narrative, like when we join the public school system. Yeah, so um, it is a very, um, how am I going to say this, Craig? <laughs> 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 this is almost like, you know, um, a part of uh, um, a piece of a puzzle right, right? that I can see and I wanted to put together. Because there are um, more stories or more um, understanding or more um, um, 
narratives、mm. that I do share on my website. That's what I was going to say. Is where else do、um, where else can the audience members, like the people listening to your particular show and its episodes, where else can that audience engage?、Um, are you are you trying to get them to engage with you, or you're trying to have them create their you know engage as their own community? And oh, by the way, Jessica is also here. Like, there's different ways you could try and structure that, and different platforms、yeah. you could try to build that on. I'm just、yeah. wondering what you've what what else have you built in parallel to the duct tape rocket ship? Which I love the I love your the, the <laughs> image of the mental image and the actual image of a rocket ship made out of duct tape is awesome. But sorry, what else have you what else have you built to go with your podcast? Yeah, so that's exploration. Um, I'm I'm trying to figure it out. Um, I think that、uh, the local school community, um. Maybe the first step is to raise the question: Where can where can all of us find like-minded people in our local school community? And if you are able to find someone that believes the same thing, or you know, enjoy listening to this, and if it's possible to get together and to talk about this, and then to say, "Hey, you know." We are not a PTA member, and we're in the public schools. What can we do to come together and to have our voice heard?、Hmm. So yeah, so that's part of the things that I am exploring, and I'm really hoping to create some examples in my local school, and then figure out, you know, like what what are the piece that's needed to completely build something.、Hmm. And you mentioned earlier that you've got a couple,、um, two maybe three,、um, specific educators, you know, in the school district who have heard the show and, and thought that it was worth sharing. Which is about the highest,、um, highest compliment that podcasters get is when somebody actually says, "Yo, listen to this." That's that's about as good as it gets.、Um, have Have you heard anything like from the administration? Like sometimes I hear about. Like bureaucratic layers, where the teachers they all like X, but the bureaucracy and the school board is all like, no, not X. We're doing Y, and I'm I'm thinking that it almost could wind up with three different fiefdoms here. You have the parents, and then you have the administrators, and then separately you have the educators. Have you gotten any feel for is the administration noticing and or engaging or feeding you any information about the project?、Mm. I know that our school district know about my show. I know that. <laughs> is that good or is that bad? Um, given what's happened in our school district last year, the superintendent、um, resigned her position、uh, before the term was before the full term. Right. So, yeah. Given that. Um, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing、hmm. for the school district to, to know that there are parents' voice out there, because our school district actually went ha, have has gone has gone through a couple of lawsuits in the past year about uh,、um, uh, sorry not about but、uh, a lawsuit against the school district on.、Um, Um, racism, on racism.、Mm-hmm. So it was, yeah, it was big news. 
for Seattle, right. to Seattle and, Public School. So yeah, and the school district would only have so many you know resources. There's only a certain number of people in the administration. They can only do so many things, and their you know primary job is to run the school. So you know you can't. I wouldn't expect them to you know, suddenly get all excited and want to turn the whole ship, you know, turn left. Cause this is cool. Um, yeah. But I'm, I'm wondering if you, do you, do you see opportunities um, where the administration uh, or the teachers are doing something that you'd want to shine a light on? So you, you can use your podcast to shine, uh, to shine a light or to give a platform to teach, uh, sorry, I misspoke to um, parents, but you can also say like, just for example, Hey, Guys, you know, everybody listening, you know, the school district has this online community board system and our kids are all using it, but why don't we use it too? So have you considered using um, the podcast to shine a light on the things in the administration that you wish they would do more of? Mm, that's probably going to be in a different season hmm. that I would consider because, you know, like anyone would... Uh, um, anyone focusing on education it is it is a, a the reason that it's just getting so big and then it's hard to change anything is challenging to change anything is because it's such a complicated system mm-hmm. and that there are so many things that you can talk about in a focus on mm. So I wanted to focus on one thing and not necessarily um, um, how, how, how should I describe this? I wanted to focus on one thing and get get it to a deeper level um, rather than focusing on m- multiple things at the same time. Hmm. That's a good point. <laughs> I probably make the opposing mistake too often. Um, and I'm, I'm just watching the time. So we've been really talking about a specific audience, like the, the audience for Jessica's show. Mm-hmm. And part of what I'm thinking the whole time is like, your audience ha- is nothing like the audiences that I think are listening to my shows. And I'm, I'm wondering like, oh, can we find, can you and I find some is there some lesson that we can take from what we've been talking about? Like we, 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 it looks to me like we know exactly who your audience is supposed to be. Uh, we may not know which of the parents, but it's probably 10 out of these 4,000 parents. Um, but is there anything that we can take away um, to think about audiences in general, about like how to engage them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think that's... That's an interesting question. The way that you ask it, <laughs> <laughs> I'm notorious. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 Apologize. I, I. I mean it. I mean it's interesting because I think a um, audience is generally tied to the goal of our podcast. Um. So for, so I'm using my own podcast ex, as example. Hmm. Yeah, so engaging with the audience, um, the guests that I invite are the parents. 
But interestingly, I'm really hoping the audience are different group of people. I'm really wishing,、mm. you know, like a, my podcasts are having some special.、Um, my guests all have a special angles and insight about their experiences, and、uh, um, which is may not be a lot of experiences of. The audiences that in the public schools that I really hope that other audiences can hear that,、mm-hmm. and then to feel like you know I'm special too. Um. So when I reach out to, to my to 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 my potential guests, more potential guests in the school district, I'm hoping that it's, you know, it's a encouragement, almost like oh, I see somebody did this, and I think you know I can do this too. In the way, I don't know if that answers your question. And, well, I don't know if the question I asked has a, a definite answer, but I like everything that we've been saying here.、Um, a podcast and its audience is a is a very much a a chicken and egg question. Like you could just make a podcast and ignore who it's supposed to be for. I mean, it's probably wise if you think about what am I doing, what am I creating, why am I creating it. But you don't have to. You can ignore audience entirely and just record.、Mm-hmm. Um, and that's more of what I'm doing with many of the things that I'm doing. This show is actually I know exactly who it's for. I could name names, right?、Um, <laughs> but what you're doing is very much the other way. You're you are specifically. I mean, you don't know everybody in the school district, but you probably know a lot of the people. Like you would point to them in the supermarket, and you're saying, "I'm trying to create this thing. I'm trying to provide." This service, I'm trying to highlight those people right there, and I think that's a very—I want to say unusual, but I don't mean it in a bad way. Like unusual, like wow, that's even harder than what I'm doing. That's an unusual way to do it—to have a a specific. You actually know who these people really are,、um, and it it sounds to me like it's making it easier for you to figure out. Who should you talk to, and what should be in this episode? Doesn't necessarily make podcasting any easier. Like getting people to listen is still hard, but in some ways, it sounds like that makes that a little easier. Yes, it does.、Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, any last thoughts before I hit stop? I mean, I could talk forever if we could talk about things forever, but I think that's a good place. Yeah. Oh, thank you for all these amazing questions. <laughs> <laughs> I just go. I don't know. Why don't I ask Jessica? That's all I do. I just ask people. I don't know. <laughs> so, so, but no, it's always a pleasure to talk to you.、Um, had a lot of great conversations previously, and glad to have had this one. So, thanks for taking the time today, Jessica. Thank you, Craig. <laughs> That was fun. <laughs>